Shapiro. You can. It's not going to ruin your brand. People use that word. Just use the pH. Let's go. Okay. And Fish, guess what? We are live. We have one of Hollywood's busiest talents, Romy Rosemont. We will hear what's coming up for her. And we will talk about her Facebook page where she does hilarious, weird food tastings. Hardline has some weird bets on the NFL bad boys. He will look at busts or booms from the NBA draft as well. Heidi's Hollywood is binging on a classic movie with an Oscar about the first female serial killer. And we will explore what to do now that there is no hoops, hockey, or football for the next six weeks. But we say maybe you should head to Jersey for some swift swine. We'll explain. Smuck of the week. Luck <laughs> of the week. Got the Stanley Cup and it didn't do very well with it. And who's got the swag is a Raiders DB who knows how to help kids sleep easy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Daily Fish. John Daly here with Eric Snyder, a.k.a. Fish. We are coast to coast coming to you from Las Vegas and Myrtle Beach. We talk sports, entertainment, and everything in between fish. We got another good one for folks. Yeah, we did this on our hook. This is how I feel right now. I'm sorry. You're not into this, but I am. Check out this icon. (laughs) You you want to know something? When we first got on, we started talking about this. Terry, my wife, saw you, and she goes, he really does look sad. (laughs) Yeah, when she told me when she sees you naked, she looks sad. Well, that goes without saying. That goes Uh, without saying. uh, All right, folks. Hey, if you got questions or comments, drop them in the chat box. Or if you're not watching us live, email us at dailyfish, the number one, dailyfish1 at gmail.com. Time now for the daily grind. Here's what we're grinding on. First, football, hockey, and basketball are dormant for at least a month, maybe more. So what do you do? So, Fish, I'm going to have you start us off, but give us something that is not binge watching, not golf, not video games, not baseball or old NFL highlights. What do you do? Honeydews. Married 33 years. I can get away with all the other crap when there's sports on. But now I have to have 105 degrees. I got to fix sprinkler heads and do all that crap. I even have a gardener. I got I to gotta do drip systems. All right? I have a pool guy. I got to clean the pool again. So you have to do things around the house. You want to keep, hey, happy wife, happy life. You know what I really do? I'm lucky. I just had a grandkid. So I go see the grandkid every day. Ah. When I'm holding a girl... And, I, and I'm singing the Raider fight song to her. I just, I'm addicted to sports. It's nuts. Then she starts crying, so I put her down. I mean, it's, it's, look, it is what it is. Look, you know me. I love baseball and stuff like that. But we have, the, we have listen, Joey Chestnut ate 78 hot dogs last July 4th. Will he beat that record? Oh, boy, can't wait for that. We got the Westminster Dog Show. Yep. You know what? Your buddy, John O'Hurley, is big into that. That's yep. huge. So we have a couple of other events that I'll watch, but we'll get through it. We have each other. We have Heidi. We have Hardison. We have Romy on today. We have great guests. We'll get through this. There's there's a 12-step program, buddy. Absolutely. So with me, it's just reading, cooking, and mixology. I just finished the book, Phil, by Alan Shipnick about Phil Mickelson. Great book. In the kitchen, we're preparing spaghetti squash with spinach, garlic, and Parmesan cheese. Ooh. And then some fish-like cocktails that I want to create. So and I know we got a fish like cocktail coming up a little later. So next, another place I want to go to enjoy this summer, especially now when there's no sports, is New Jersey. I want to be at the New Jersey State Fair Meadowlands to see this. I want to see John call. I want to see John. John's an MC. He's a host. Great voice. He's done play-by-play. There's no way we can't let him get away without doing this. Sometimes it takes a while to load up, but check this out. And Hardline, hey, John, if you're watching in the queue, you're going to do... Special thanks to Euro News for getting us that. That is, folks, pig racing. And it is huge in New Jersey. Fish, 
Hardline hit. Hardline had the four pig. He hit it, and he had the trifecta also. Yeah. Um, well, boy, did, I'll tell you what. He might have picked I, because Shaken Bacon was 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 the was the lead one. So I think he knew it was going to be a good race. You know what's funny about that? You see the crowd. They're not, this is something new. But some of the kids are screaming. The dad's sitting there. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. That we 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 are we are a we're glutton. No big intended. <laughs> For any kind of punishment when it comes to betting, way to go, hardline. You had that good for you, buddy. What did yep. you lay on that? Oh, oh, shit, you made 200 bucks. Well, here's what's really cool about it the family that does it, they brought it over here from Great Britain about 40 years ago, and now they take them to state fairs all over the place. So, one, we got to have hardline do some props on it coming up. Uh, it's still on at the New Jersey State Fair at the Meadowlands until July 15th. Uh, so if you get a chance, uh, take a look at it. But man, I got to tell you, that was that was hysterical. So I loved it. Anyway, and finally on the grind, fish. Do our egos dominate our lives too much? Slap me down here, will you? Well, if you have a self esteem, if you have an ego, if you have some kind of self confidence, you have an ego. I was watching a podcast from Tony Orlando's son Joe, and he had one of our friends of the show been on twice, a good friend of mine, Brad Grumberg, and he said that Tom Brady. And he, I verified, Tom Brady has had 11 concussions. And I started to think about Sigmund Freud. I'm a learned man. Everyone thinks I'm stupid. I'm a loose cannon. I am. But I know about the id, which is power, greed, jealousy, and ego. And he said it would bring down man. And I just wonder if these athletes, I want to throw it back to you. And, you know, maybe we could, we could, we'll get hardline to, to react to this. Why, were you, why are you doing this? You have 11 concussions. Is your ego that big? Well, I figured this out, and I want your opinion on this, John. Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson said, no matter what we've done in life, and we're extremely successful in business, in restaurants, in real estate, nothing gave us a bigger high than walking into that stadium and hearing the cheers. And I think Brady's going through that. Now, who am I to say? Tom Brady's one of my, I, I love this guy. I love everything he represents. He's 45 years old and can throw a football a mile. But 11 concussions and you have young kids, when does the ego stop? And when do you say, you know what? I got to go do something else. Who am I to say that? I just know me personally. If I have two concussions, I've had them. I've played sports. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And, you know, we always talk about everybody is the hero of their own story. But if you're addicted like that, you are really going to take it to to a higher level. So I, I agree with you 100%. And I think there's a lot of other people in our lives today. And, you know, we talk about this. We talk about this and we talk about the news. We talk about politics and we talk about people doing things that they want to do on their own because they have their own freedom. But you think you're the hero of your own story. And a lot of times, you know, you're really not. So but yeah, yeah, I think the ego is there. Definitely. And, uh, you know, there's a lot to do with I always say that, you know, part of the problem with what's going on today in the world was is that, you know, freedom versus the common good and freedom's winning an awful lot. And the common good's not getting taken care of as they should. But so anyway, well, that's enough. John, one, one last addendum to this whole thing. We want to see Tom grow and flourish into his 60s. And if you lose your ego, maybe we'll start looking like we, we want him to look. <laughs> How many more times do you put that up? <laughs> I, I, every time I put that up, I laugh. But Tom Brady is the most gorgeous guy on the planet. I'm safe in my skin to say that. I love the guy. I love everything he represents. But we want, we, we want him healthy and living his life. And I don't know if 11 concussions. Well, not there. only that, you know, he's going to be a broadcaster. He's going to be a broadcaster afterwards. So I want, I want him to, you know, thrive at that too. And if he's got concussions and he has a hard time, you know, that's not going to be good too. So, all right. And that is the Daily Grind. Hey, folks, love having you with us. Daily Fish is live on Facebook at daily.fish.5 on Mondays, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Watch us on Facebook at the Myrtle Beach Golf Channel and Myrtle Beach Grand Strand Life. Check us out on daily fish on youtube and also wingding tv and hey we're on now with hey vegas tv all you got to do is go to heyvegastv.com also you can listen to us you don't have to even look at us you can listen to us on spotify apple iheart stitcher and amazon all right time now for the daily fish hardlines john hardison has the podcast the cost of winning focusing on fantasy sports and sports betting Hardline, we need some crazy prop bets from you. Deshaun Watson has his disciplinary hearing, as you know, coming up tomorrow. Can you give us an under and over for how many games you think he will be suspended? Uh, yeah. Yeah, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, with everything kind of going on, it's it's a 
very closely watched situation in case of what's going to happen with them. Right now, the books got him missing uh, seven and a half or more games at minus 150, seven and a half or less at plus 110. Uh, Personally, for me right now, I think that he's going to be at least eight games that he's going to miss, eight to nine. Uh, They already they're already going into the season with the idea that Jacoby Brissett is going to be their starting quarterback. He's already taking reps with the ones. Uh, so they're already going through the playbook with him. So I think it's almost set in stone that they're moving forward with the idea that he's going to miss at least the first half of the season. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head when the Browns bye week is and, and if the earlier may be the better for that situation with them. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jacoby Brissett's going to be the guy. The one person that I am interested in seeing is what are they going to do with Baker Mayfield? They're they're holding him tight. I wonder what the trade compensation package is that they're going to get for him. There are teams that are out there. We've, we've talked about it, especially Seattle, uh, with their situation with Geno Smith or Drew Locke, who neither one of us think is, is a starting caliber quarterback right now in the NFL. Uh, so that's something to keep your mind on. But, but in terms of Watson, I think that he'll miss eight games. I don't think he'll miss the whole season. I don't because of everything that happened last season where he sat out. Uh, but I do think it's going to be at least eight. Yeah, I'm thinking eight, too. That's what I had picked before, even before knowing what you were going to say. Fish, what do you think? Well, the Browns have have insurance. If, if It's only $1.3 million they're off the, the books for if he doesn't, if he misses the, the entire season. I'm with you guys. I think it's a minimum of eight. I think the league is going to go for a whole year indefinite. That always gets brokered down and negotiated. I think it's eight to ten games. Still, It still kind of screws the Browns over. The bottom line is this. The kid got 66 massages. Was it in a month or something like that? Is it going to happen again if it's a slap in the hand? That's what I worry about. One thing about Deshaun Watson we never talk about is what he does in the community. He's one of the biggest philanthropists, even though this is a big, big, dark, uh, you know, there's a big black mark against his, uh, on his resume. He's a guy who's going, he's going to children's hospitals every Tuesday. This is such a dichotomy in, in someone's personality. I worry about the kid. He's a young kid. What is he, 24? Yeah, he's around that age. God bless them. Let's, let's hope it works out. We'll see. All right. All right uh, what do we got? We got the NFL draft there, Fish. What do you think? Well, I, I, in NFL draft, uh, I, I, I screwed up the NFL draft. I never knew who the bust or the sleepers were. So I'll go to the NBA draft. And I'm going to ask you, Hardline. Jimmy, Jimmy yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm bailing you out. You yep, know what? Just Daily. Just say we fucked up. It's the NBA draft. <laughs> we, we screwed up. We screwed and, up. And even though, and even though Hardline was brilliant in the pig races, made some money, and he's buying me dinner next week, we, we're we going to go with the NBA draft. Give me your bust and give me your sleepers in the first round. You know, when uh, when I looked at the pig race, the only thing I could think of when they said Jersey was Uncle Puss from uh, the Sopranos. <laughs> just just <laughs> running around. I was like, oh, it's Uncle Puss. God, it's Uncle oh, Puss running God. around. This is Jersey for you. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Uh, it didn't end well for him, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you know, it didn't end well for the pig either. Said the bacon. So, uh, so in terms of the NBA draft, man, uh, <laughs> there's there's some teams that that I really like, man. And uh, in terms of the, my boom team for this year, I, I really like the New Orleans Pelicans. I love what Willie Green did with that team last year. Uh, if they can get Zion back, slim, slim and healthy, with Brandon Egram, CJ McCollum, who they made the trade for. In the immersive Herb Jones, I really think that they could cause some issues this year uh, in the NBA. They were a good team. They, they made the play in. I, I think that that's a team to really keep your eye out for this year, especially what David Griffin's been able to do with that roster. Cool. You got a team you think that busted? Uh, yeah. So, you know, I know I'm, I, I reserve my right to change this later, but as of right now, with everything going on, I have to say it's the Brooklyn Nets. There are a lot of questions with this organization. Wow. A lot of questions going on with the contracts that they have. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with Kyrie Irving. He seems to want out. We On the 29th, we'll figure out if he's going to opt in for his player option and they do a sign and trade, or are they just going to let him walk? With that being said, Kevin Durant's already putting feelers out, according to reports, about maybe looking at his options or going to other teams. And those are two big stars that you spend a lot of money on over the last few years. And, I mean, look, Kevin Durant's only in the second year of his contract that he has with uh, – with New or with Brooklyn, so that's a big loss. We don't know what's going to happen with Joe Harris. We don't know what's going to happen with Seth Curry if they're going to be back in time. There are and, and with Ben Simmons having back surgery this offseason, there are a lot of questions with this team, and I, I don't see them being a one or two seed 
in the NBA. And I mean, look at last season, they were a seventh seed and everybody thought they were going to make a run. Even everybody at the network thought they were going to make a run to the Eastern conference finals and they got knocked out in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, some other crazy prop bets. Uh, the NFL has told all their players training camp is in three weeks, go out, sow your oats now, then be ready. So the question to you hardline is how many NFL players do you think will be in trouble or arrested uh, from now until mid July? Well, with the statements, go out and sow your oats. That's that's leading it right there. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to guess four and a half. I'm going to go four and a half. I, I think that there's going to be somebody that gets caught doing something stupid, uh, you know, going into the season. You know, Calvin Ridley was last season when, you know, oh, I got to take some time away from the team and, and reconfigure. And he, he's betting on his phone uh, games on the Atlanta Falcons. So, you know, there's, there's teams that are going to be – there are players that are going to do things that are stupid, things that are childish because they're young. I'm going with four, at least four and a half. Your everything your kid says, you know. I got, you know what I got to say right. I'm going to say this, and we have, we have a national audience. Look, I have a man crush on you, Hardline. You're just great. You got great skin, <laughs> great disposition, and you nailed the goddamn Stanley Cup. You had it. You cut. You said on Saturday, guys, bet the bet the Avalanche. What a great game. Daly and I were going crazy over the last three minutes of that game. Kudos to you, Hardline. And yeah. uh, how, how much money did you make? <laughs> I, I made some pretty good money. I made some pretty good money on this one. Uh, you know, I that's why I told everybody, make sure you take the money line. I didn't oh. think that they were going to cover the one and a half. I, I think it was just going to be a back and forth game between them. And if you bet that they scored within the first five minutes and you made some money in the first 10, because it went quick. It, it yeah, went real quick the other day. Yeah. But you know what? The As much as I hate the Avalanche, I, as I said it over and over again, they're the best team in hockey. I mean, they built that roster and I mean, they gritted it out. They grinded it out the whole game. I mean, even at the end where, and, and I think it's such a, a poetic moment of the the player falls down and they're picking him up to throw him off the ice so they don't get oh. another too many men on, on the ice yeah. call. And I mean, it, it, that's, that's the sum of their whole season, which is grit and grind. We're going to get this done. There is no way with as far as we've been with as much as we've done that we're going to let Tampa Bay even think they have a shot of winning this. Yeah. And you know who did that daily? That was Nate McKinnon, who's of yeah. the MVP type players yep. is, is bringing Levnikov off the ice. So they don't get a penalty for having two men on the ice. That's a winner. That's a, that, that's yeah. just a winning organization. And, and what was amazing about it. And I don't think I've ever seen this before was a, a, a shot from the, from the puck took off his skates and that's why he couldn't skate off. He wasn't hurt. He just couldn't skate because he didn't have any runners there. And it was like, that was amazing. And th- you could hear the fans like, ah, too many men on the ice because that's what happened in, in game four. So, um, yeah, good stuff. That was uh, – it was great. And sorry to see hockey's going. Looking forward to it coming back. But the though. biggest thing, though, is and, – and I tell anybody this. Don't count Tampa Bay out. You know, look, they lost one. They're teams that come back. We saw this with the Warriors. I think they're a great team. I think they're a great organization. Uh, you know – especially with everything going on, that is a team to keep your eye on for the next two years. Cause I do think that they'll be back. I agree right. with you. And then also, if you think about the whole salary cap, they had to redo a lot of that team mm-hmm. going into the season. And so the fact that they did that, so I agree with you. I think, I think they're going to be at the top of it and that's for sure. All right. And that is the daily fish Hardline with John Hardison of the cost of winning podcast. You can find him here with us every week, but he's also on Spotify, Google and Apple podcasts. Okay. With Hardline. Thanks buddy. We'll see you next week. See you guys next week. Oink, oink, right. buddy. Yep. All right. Make it on great- hard line. <laughs> yeah. Need a great golf getaway? The Myrtle Beach Golf Trail has dozens of courses along the Carolina coast. Set up an entire trip for yourself, your family, or a bunch of friends. The site is MyrtleBeachGolfTrail.com. You can play there year-round. All right. Now it is time for something fishy. What do we What do we have here, Fish? I have no idea what you're going to tell me. Sense of urgency. I speak for all. I speak like when we do the show, we have a cue. In my on my icon, I can see Heidi, beautiful Heidi, beautiful Romy, beautiful Hardline yourself. You're hosting the show for the schmuck, right? I want to see if you guys, by nodding, all feel like you feel like I do sometimes. Do you ever feel like you're that one schmuck that when you're in line at a convenience store, the person, the clerk is talking and having a conversation with the person in front of you, and you want to get the hell out of there and pay for your gas? If you're at the supermarket, the same goddamn thing that you're, you're that you're waiting in line. And everyone, everyone's a friend of the clerk. It's just aggravating. There's no sense of urgency. We talked about this on one of our previous podcasts, and I'm timing it. How about when you're in line 
with your car and you're making the waiting for that left hand arrow or right you to make that left turn and that car in the first car waiting to go is stalling you know why they're stalling because they're on their cell phone and you miss that light and you got to get somewhere because you got to take a leak all right i feel like i'm that guy the last couple of weeks and everywhere i'm going daily i'm waiting in line and everyone's having a conversation i'm at target to get some baby formula and the clerk is having to catch up with the girl don't they care that the what happened to customer service? You know, I'm in the customer service industry. I just don't get it. There's no sense of urgency anymore. It's not even fishy. It just stinks. It just it just stinks. And how do we fix this thing? It's not even funny. It just happens. And I bet you Romy's felt it. I bet you Harrison felt it. Heidi's going like that. And I guarantee you, John, you felt it. You do you have you oh. felt it recently? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's funny when uh, when I'm talking to Terry, my wife, she's calling me while she's going between clients. She goes, you're not going to believe this person's going 15 miles an hour in front of me. And so it's like every time. So, uh, you know, a lot of it could be you got old age. You got people who are just like you're saying, not paying attention. So, yeah, I agree it's, with it's you. The clerks, it's the clerks I'm pissed off at. Excuse me, John. It's the yeah. clerks that sit there and feel like they have a conversation, you know. Oh, I got a better one for you. I'm an In-N-Out burger. And I'm in line, and the guy's sitting there talking. He's showing pictures on his cell phone of his crossover step making baskets. I mean, <laughs> I, I want my burger and fries and the animal fries. I'm like, come on. Yeah, come on. You got to know that fish is behind you. They should know that. All right. And that is something fishy. Still ahead, our schmuck of the week, along with who's got the swag, and our special guest is actress Romy Rosemont. Time now for... Heidi's Hollywood. She is Heidi Holliker, actor and producer who is deep into the entertainment scene for us every week. Heidi, you are binging on a powerful and frightening film from almost 20 years ago. It's called oh, Monster. Yeah. And yes. it's about the first female serial killer played by Charlize Theron, who yes. won an Oscar for the role. And it launched also a makeup artist. Fill us in on, as we would say in New England, Monster. Monster. Okay. Yes, you're right. Charlize Theron starred in this with Christina Ritchie, who played her lover. And in 2004, the film came out. It was based on the true story of Eileen Warnos. And in 1992, so she was, as you said, the first, yeah, pretty, pretty scary. That's Charlize. That's so anyway, she, she was the first female serial murder ever, ever convicted in the trial she was being um, she was being convicted of murdering one man, but she admitted to murdering seven men. And then in 2002, she was executed in Florida. And she she there in the movie, you you do have some empathy for this character. It, it's it's really shocking. It's beautifully portrayed by Charlize and Christina Ritchie and. The makeup transformation, which actors and actresses go through, this particular one is is to my heart because Tony G, the BAFTA award winning, that's the British Academy Awards, her the BAFTA award winning uh, makeup artist Tony G, created that makeup, and she and Charlize worked together to to create this to take this brilliant, gorgeous mm -hmm. creature and make her sharp. Um, Eileen Warnos. And looks nothing like her. You're right, Toddy. Looks nothing like her. A brilliant you job. You have to keep looking back. Zero. Yeah. And yeah. Tony used her own, Tony used Charlize's face. She did some appliance work, but she used a lot of airbrushing and Charlize gained weight, 30 or 40 pounds. And um, this film, this film, Tony didn't, uh, again, really one of my best friends did not want to take it uh, for various reasons. And mainly money and i i i'm known as being a, a tad bit sweetly pushy and um it changed the trajectory of her entire career she went on to work with Charlize again on another film and then she has been working with angelina jolie designing her makeups for the last 15 films and right now is on location doing another angelina jolie movie so um i couldn't be prouder uh, I, yeah, I agree with you. I, I got to tell you, her performance reminded me, uh, and these are more recent ones, Sandra Bullock in The Unforgivable and Renee Zellweger as Judy yes. Garland in Judy. Yes. And, you know, different roles, but the just taking a, a real life person and then completely recreating them or repossessing them, I think is the best way. So I, yes. I thought it was absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Heidi, real quick, you know that yes. Elvis just came out, and, and the, Tom Hanks is—you don't—you can see Hanks, but he's—he's he's really Colonel Parker. 
Patty, did you see Cheney? Christian Bale looks yes. exactly like Dick Cheney. I mean, yes. you see a picture of Dick Cheney, Christian Bale's this gorgeous kid, and he looks yeah. like, you know, Dick Cheney he looked like a squirrel. I mean, it's just, it was crazy. It, it's extraordinary. I was, I was actually going to refer to that, too, but I was focusing really on more monster esque characters and i have a couple of couple more bill skarsgård who mm -hmm. there we go he oh, trans he transformed into the character pennywise in it and that makeup was created by a man named sean sansom who is an emmy award-winning makeup artist and then you have heath ledger but, as the but joker me, me bill skarsgård so you can see he's yes, not pennywise. He's that, this, man. that guy yes. that guy heidi that guy gorgeous kid looks like this guy yeah and yes what do, you want, what do you want to go from here uh let's let's look at heath ledger and the joker and that makeup was wow. created by an oscar winner well oscar winning makeup artist named uh john caglioni jr and he didn't win for this makeup but he did win for doing the dick tracy makeups so it's a very the the makeup the makeup special effects makeup world is very very tight and everyone everyone's connected in some way but to take and i know the process having worked for rick baker i know it's a it's a minimum 12-step process so i've seen it i've lived it for many many years and it's 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 fascinating but especially with tony g and Charlize theron because you still see her skin tone you yeah. see the freckles she brought out tony Look brought out added but brought out the, all the darkness, created that darkness under her eyes. You know, when you have lenses, you have Art Sakamoto did her teeth, created yeah. the teeth, mm -hmm. and the um, ophthalmologist, they created lenses. And between that and the, the wig makers, it's such a collaboration. And um, it's just a beautiful thing to see and to be a part of. I wasn't a part of that particular film, except for making tony take the gig and then oh, gary oldman gary oldman i have a question for you with that real quick yeah. going back to that because you've been in there with rick baker what's the average time that an actress or an actor is in the chair for how do you how long do you think charlie steron was in the chair for that that would have been three to three and a half hours wow Each that's day. average yes Each wow. day. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Talk about great Gary Oldman. No, and when when we did uh, Planet of the Apes, the Tim Burton one, every uh, Tim Roth, the actor Tim Roth, Michael Clark Duncan, um, uh, we had actually Charlton Heston did a cameo in in that role as as an, an ape, and those makeups took four hours. So, and Tony G, who does did Charlize's makeup and does Angelina Jolie's makeup exclusively. She headed that makeup team. So basically, in a nutshell, that means she would be at set on location at 4 a.m. running the entire teams. We had three teams of people making the applications, making prosthetics to go onto the faces for chimps, gorillas, orangutans, and um, orangutan, orangutan. And that went around, that went until 2 a.m., Tony would not wrap until 2 a.m. and then start again at 4 a.m. So that was a that was a that was a really difficult film. But The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, we also did that one. And we had a couple of different different groups handling all of the prosthetics. Wow. Uh, Gary, Gary, I got, I got a quick question for you mm -hmm. off the grid. I got a quick question sure. for you. You're a Hollywood insider. You live there. You, you, you are the woman that's born and raised in, in, in Hollywood. Well, what born in Boston, wherever you, live, wherever you live, we're not telling anybody, but you're you're LA aficionado. <laughs> I gotta know this because you're gonna know what the f is going on with the Kardashians. Now, Kendall is after De Devin Booker, who plays with the Phoenix Suns. Pete Davidson's uh -huh. girl, who I love, Heidi, is gonna go in the toilet because of Kim. I hear there's another Kardashian that's younger that's looking at John Hardison because if he fits the right demographic, <laughs> what is the pulse of the Kardashians in LA? Are they as big? in LA with the tabloids and you're in a circle. You're in the business. Yeah. You're a producer. Yeah. Are they big or is it a, is it a farce? I, I'm not saying it's a, a farce. They're, they're, they're brilliant farce, marketers. It, they're brilliant marketers. They're very, very bright. They have a, a great momager and they have made more money than any of us will ever see in a very long time and good for them. I don't personally know them. I don't run into them. I don't, I don't, 
play in the same social circles as they do. Um, do. Well, yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really have an opinion of them. Well, I just thought. I just want to see because you know everybody, and I thought you know this is those this those is are, because I'm not. I'm making films and television and that sort of thing, and they're they're doing various reality shows, and it's just kind of a separate world. So. Yeah, kudos to them. I mean, I, I come yeah, on to, create, yeah. to build that kind of brand. How many brands do they have? 20, yeah. whatever it is to be that that clever and to be able to really have your finger on the pulse of what people want. That that's talent. That, it really that is. is. Talent. That is talent. Yeah. Yep. John. So, All righty. And um, Heidi, we got to yes. get going. I did want to just I just want to throw it out what to one more brilliant uh, makeup person Greg Greg Canham Greg Canham did uh Dracula Gary Oldman's Dracula uh, we may have shown earlier he also did Benjamin Button and that man has about six Oscars so these folks are are you know they're doing they're doing really lovely work and and they're they're my friends <laughs> yep Three hours right. in a chair, John. Jesus, well, yeah, absolutely. Well, we we need it. We you and I need three hours in a chair. So it's all actually right. quite relaxing, though, because all yeah, you, you um, it is. You sit back and it's it's kind of nice. So well, if you were doing my makeup, it'd be relaxing. But if some guy with garlic bread is doing it, get the, get the <laughs> but that's me, the thing. That's the thing, and that's a, a Rick Baker thing. Nothing. They don't need onions. They don't. They their breath. I'm, they have the best breath in the industry. They are so conscientious of their talent. All right. And that is Heidi's Hollywood. She's with us every week. Check her out on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks, Heidi. Mwah! Okay. And now it's time for our schmuck of the week. Fish, who has been schmucky this week? You got to give me the schmuck up here. You got to give me the who the schmuck is. I got to show the schmuck, schmuck you icon. Tell the schmuck. You jump. You're, you're a jumpy guy. Can't get you to curse, but you're jumping all over the schmuck. And I got to find the schmuck. <laughs> I, I'm, this is the most, throw me, hard on. This is the most treasured trophy in sports and these idiots these schmucks dropped the stanley cup look at hardline look at that he's in the queue that's a dent the, what's the guy's name ron Pritchard, That he's having a heart attack there's a guy that makes a hundred thousand dollars a year that's just alive to protect the cup you know that he's getting crap from the nhl you know i love it avalanche great win but you're all schmucks yeah at the same time, too, that looks like a heavy cup to hold because they were holding it over their heads. So at the same time, too, but I agree with you. All right. All right. Now, who's got the swag? Who are we toasting today, Fish? Well, this is important to me because, you know, I'm a, I'm a diehard Raider fan, and I've given this guy shit on his play. But this is Jonathan Abram, defensive back for the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> and he has a big heart. And he has good construction skills. You know what? He just he donates beds to families in need, need, and he builds the frames himself. The NFL safety and his foundation called Jonathan's Journey for Better partnered up with Sleep in Heavenly Peace for the awesome gesture, helping gift three beds, three seats, and pillows to a Las Vegas family a month. I will no longer give this kid shit. That's very valiant in my life. In my, in his, in his. I, very valiant I, in people's lives, John. Absolutely. All right. Now our drink of the week. So we can toast Jonathan. Uh, what are we sipping here, Fish? This is a lemonade after sex. I made this drink up in a drink contest. Lemonade yeah. after sex. Okay. Well, get what? Gin, it's vodka. So a little bit of ginger spice in there, right? We got the lemonade. John looks a little bit different because John probably yeah. has bourbon in his glass. And a splash of Grand Marnier. I didn't have any Grand Marnier. I'm a schmuck. I'm schmuck of the week. But that's the way it should look. Great. Lemonade after sex. We're toasting Romy Rosemont who's coming on the show. Yep. And Jonathan Abrams, man, that that's you're building these beds and for, for these kids. Uh, much, much good props stuff. to you, brother. Good, good stuff. All right. The Daily Fish Drink of the Week is sponsored by Shuck's Tavern. In Vegas, great seafood and drinks in two locations. Head to Shuck's Tavern on North Durango on the northwest side of town. And guess who you get? You get fish overnight. Say Daily Fish Podcast. You get a free drink. Do it the next day, a free appetizer. That's Shucks Tavern. Check out Shucks Tavern on Facebook. All right, let's bring in our special guest, Romy Rosemont. She is a prolific actor in many films and TV show, shows such as yeah. Glee, Big Sky, Million Little Things, Chicago Med, and Station 19. Plus, she does, uh-oh, 
you get yeah you got uh, you got the wrong one in here okay we got plus she does a great segment on facebook called weird food romy welcome to daily fish unfortunately fish was uh he he, he brought in heidi again well, clearly he's got a crush on Heidi, but I'm, I'm well, not going to take it personally. You I, only I, 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 you, uh, wait a minute. That, don't, that, that's how rumors get You've only just that's met right. me. Wait a minute, Romy. Lemonade <laughs> after sex does not mean Heidi, okay? I'm a tequila girl, so that vodka stuff is, I mean, what a waste. What a, what a, what a waste of time. <laughs> Big go home. Sorry, buddy. Uh, nice knowing you, Romy. See you later. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I want to I want to add to to Heidi's thing. Another great makeup artist was because um, I had um, I did a nip tuck, and the the makeup team it was a husband and wife team called Barry um, Barry and Tom Berman, and he actually, pardon me, Tom Berman worked on the original uh, Planet of the Apes. Wow! So a nip tuck that required a lot of uh, uh, yeah. makeup, I would imagine. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I was in the chair for four hours. Every day. No kidding. What now? Re refresh my memory. What What did you do in Nip Tuck? I, I was. Um, it was uh, um, suicide. You know, uh, it was going to be a joint suicide between me and my best friend, and um, he he pulled the trigger and I didn't. So the like one half of my face was destroyed. So yeah, I mean, it was and 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 it's true. It's like you get to sit back and you don't really have to do anything because once they're done and you look in the mirror, now you're that character. You don't have to dig deep. You don't have to do anything because you just have to imagine, holy shit, I literally have, I mean, they had strings to, to stretch my eye out. They had a mouthpiece. I mean, you know, so makeup helps an actor a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I love your name. I love your name. I, I, it's just a great, it's such a great, it's, a, it's such an eclectic name. I thought of a couple avenues I could use you. Okay. I could see you. I could see Anderson Cooper going from CNN and saying, when we come back from commercial break, we're going to have Romy Rosemont on. She's a senator from the state of California. And she's introducing a bill in the House Appropriations Committee on how stupid people are nowadays. And now we reverted back to 1850. Then I thought about your name in the Las Vegas vernacular. And like, no, but I, said, I said, could you imagine? Now we're oh, carrying on stage. Well, now we're carrying on stage. She's the wife of Stephen Root. You've seen him in True Blood. You've seen him yeah. in Man in a High Castle. Hang on. But tonight, dancing for you at Spearman Rhino, Rosie, Romy <laughs> Rosemont. Boys, get out your dollar bills. Now, do you know that, do you know because my, because um, my given name is Romel and my, and, and I've always been Romy unless I was in trouble. Because after Romy Schneider, who was a, an actress in like the 60s, yeah. like the sure. Gina Lola Bridget. And, um, but because of the Rosemont, I've been on red carpets when people have introduced me as Rosie Rosemont. And I'm like, all, all right. right. And Roxy, Roxy Rosemont, which I think would be my stripper name. <laughs> I'm in. I love it. I, I love it. Hey, yeah. um, I, I want to talk about some of the other stuff you're doing, but you got to you got to talk about what you do on Facebook. I, it's, it's, I forget. I forget that it goes on Facebook because um, because we kind of do it on Instagram. And I'm really sorry if you're hearing that dinging. I have no idea how to stop it because that's yeah. all right. Don't worry um, about it. And it's, um it was a long, um, many, 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 many years ago. Um, some friends of mine brought me back some because I love gum. And um, a friend of mine brought back some gum from uh, Japan. And, and I think I can say this. We got, um, drinking is not my thing. I, I'm, more, I'm more herbal. And so my friend and I got herbed, as I like to say. And, uh, and we started to eat these or taste these this these appalling or fantastic things and then we just started to try to find the weirdest shit ever and in fact i just found something but i didn't buy it because i had carry-on that was um bazooka bazooka bubblegum soda oh i mean i would do it i would eat it but but we literally do it to entertain ourselves and then she was like she started to post it and people started to just say oh my god this is the thing i've ever seen and it's really hit or miss. But then I would go searching. So for like that episode where we um, we chewed uh, the the like ghost pepper bubblegum balls. Yeah. And, and that's when I asked Steven to participate. And the funniest thing is is literally watching us trying to get that shit off of our tongue. It was <laughs> it was awful. It was it was it was mind numbingly awful. 
yeah. I mean, there's some. there's the reactions some- are fabulous. I mean, just, just, you know, I can see, I think you're ready to throw up sometimes to be oh, honest. Oh, no, no. In the, yeah, there are. Cause I tend to smell my food before I taste it. And Mara, my, my good friend, and is also a very talented actress, um, Mara Casey, yeah. who's now she's lives in Chicago or she's in Chicago right now. And so we don't get to do it as much, but um, I actually am just laughing at her. That is what I'm doing. <laughs> Literally what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Why, yeah. why, when you're not, when you're not dinging, can you do me a favor and, and put on your acting face? Can we get John to curse? Because it's just, <laughs> <you're deep. laughs> did you see the, the sound? It went, you know, capable of cursing. I really don't. I don't want him to, but it'd be nice if he said the word shit or twat or something like that. Don't you think, homie? Well, that, twat, that I mean, let's, I mean, you got to start small there, fish. You got to, you, you don't want to go right into the zing zing. You gotta start small. You I want be- I want him to go top to bottom, but let's get back to you and none of that stuff because that's not gonna happen with John. You worked on not to digress, you worked on <laughs> one of my favorite shows. You worked on no no seriously, she worked on Glee. And is it the tall act? Is it Jane Lynch? Is that her name? Yes. Am I yes. losing it? Phenomenal. No, no, no. She's an incredible Mrs. Maisel right now. Yes. What was it like working on that show? And tell tell us about her as far as working well, with her. No, I mean, she's- phenomenal cast. I mean, she's amazing. I didn't really get to work with her much because my storylines were were mostly with the kid who played my son, may he rest in peace, and my stepson, and um, and Mike O'Malley who played played my husband. So they, you know, if you weren't one of the dancers, there's only one time that I got to like do a little dance thing, except for the wedding. I did get to dance in the wedding, but um, Jane and I, I know Jane from. We used to go up for the same parts, which is just. I know exactly. And in fact, I auditioned to play Sue Lester and I was like, I'm never like, I literally said it either has to be Jane Lynch or it has to be someone who looks like they used to be a cheerleader, you know, which is, is not me. and definitely wasn't me when the show was auditioning. So, um, because I'd worked for Ryan Murphy before he gave me some other stuff. And I mean, in that first episode, there was, I had no lines. So it was just kind of like, um, You know, and 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 funny enough, I wasn't. Um, I tend to be very self-deprecating. I wasn't in it as much as people think that I'm in it. I'm trying to option this. Oh my! Don't God. worry about it. That's all right. It's, uh, it sounds like you got a you got a uh, a shopping a Shopify account, and you're selling a ton of stuff because you're. I on am. The show. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Money, money, money. At the same time, I'm I'm on a game show. Um, there you go. But hey, it talk, was, talk about. That was a groundbreaking show. Yeah. I mean, it really, I thought, changed it. How, how do you position it in the history of, of TV? Great question. I think I think that it brought, I mean, it, it. I don't know. I would have to do the research, but definitely in a long time, it brought the, the, um, the, the, the marriage of, of kind of drama and comedy and, um, and, uh, and music you know, and dance. But I, I think where it is, is that it gave the underdogs a voice that, I mean, that's what I think that they did. And, and I think that they, um, I, I think that they captured it. And I mean, really the kids, even though they're now in their thirties, um, the, um, they were, you didn't know any, I mean, you didn't know who any of them were. I mean, the I think Leah Michelle, funny enough, I had seen her the previous year in Spring Awakening, and then I knew Jane from um, from auditions and stuff like that, and I and I knew her work, but and Matthew Morrison was also like a um, you know a singer and a dancer. But all the kids, I mean Chris Colfer, um, who played my stepson, who's now you know not, not only an amazing actor but a brilliant New York Times bestselling author with like a series upon series of books. Um, you know, they discovered people. And to me, that's proof positive that you don't need big names to make good entertainment. But for some reason, you know, the networks and the ad agencies and da 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 is like, you have to have the big names. But if you look back, most of the great shows, you didn't know who the people were, which made you get lost in the story. And it made you love the characters. It, you won't be like, oh, I never thought of so-and-so playing that role. You really did get, get, you know. Oh, oh. He hey, agreed. Romy, 
Roman, we, we looked at the tote board in the back, and with the Danes, we've now raised $2,132 for the show. <laughs> you know, it's fantastic. Way to go, Roman. Keep it up. Keep it up, kid. Keep no, the no, phone no, calls no. going through Daily Fish at 1-800. I know exactly. Isn't there something? I, I have it silenced. <laughs> so it's, it's okay. Hey, hey Roman, I got a question for you from one of our correspondents, John Hardison. He uh -huh. said you played the main character's doctor on a show called The League, and you had to save your shit in a bag. What does that mean? Were you in the league? I did one, one or two episodes. I mean, honestly, I just had COVID. You cannot, I mean, I don't even know when that was. <laughs> Seriously. Well, I, not I only that, you do so many. I have yeah. smoked way too much pot in my life, you know, with the combination. Did that, John? To answer that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, Good, I, for I, you. Good for you. Good for you. I have no Good idea. Good for you. Be your bad self. Thank you. Go. Hey, Romy, let me go back to what, what you were just talking about as far as the, the kind of underlings getting higher up. I, I, I almost think it's kind of one of the things that I love about streaming and Fish and I have talked about uh, Stranger Things. And no. one of the things that we were saying was that Stranger Things, those kids are just fabulous. And yeah. um, I'm seeing that more on streaming now in the last five to 10 years. Did Gleese kind of start that? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, you can go back as far as like you you take a hit like um like Grey's Anatomy. The only person you knew on Grey's Anatomy really was Patrick Dempsey, and that was from yeah. his romantic comedies. And Ellen Papeo had just started, like, I mean, it's not that she had just started, but she'd had a couple of she had a movie with uh Will Farrell and the rest of it. But truly, the main cast were just good actors. I mean, Catherine Heigl came out of her, Sandra Oh came out of there. And that is as a, is a very frustrating thing as what I call myself, which is a utility actor, meaning like I've been doing this for a fuck long time and, and being, um, you know, and, and in the beginning, they never knew what to do with me. Well, she's not pretty enough, but she's not character enough. She's not this enough, but she did that. And you're like, I, like, that's not my problem. Like you guys can figure it out. And the industry has definitely changed. But also the industry has changed in a way that there is no longer those $15 million movies being made. So now the ones that are the big movies that are being made are the Marvel movies, the Tom Cruise movies and all that, which is the 200 million, $250 million. Yeah. But so all of the, 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 the men and women, women is, you know, for my concern that um, we're doing the, the $20 million movies that, you know, would have are now doing series. So it pushes everybody down a little bit. And so you're fighting for stuff that like, I mean, there are times where I'll have an audition and I'll be like, I've done this literally 120 times. Like, look at my IMDb page. I have played that part 150 times, but it's in, you know, when there's new players and the rest of it, you have to keep You have to keep proving yourself. But if you have a name, I mean, I think my husband is unbelievably talented, but there's times where he doesn't have to prove himself because he's he was proven in the public eye. And he was proven in the public eye because he had good material. Right. And good material can elevate you because the right people are watching it or you know, or it's just you don't have to do any tricks when 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 it's real. Right. No, but first of all, you are good looking enough. You're not as good looking as John or me, but keep trying. No. Look in the mirror. Well, smile. John, forget about it. I mean, with all due God. respect. Yeah. Oh. What do you mean? What do you, what's what's wrong with this schmuck? You know what? I'm 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 the No, with all due respect, this putz is fantastic, but John Daly. I mean, really. This putz. I mean, is it's like I, it. I met him like 20 years ago, and it literally has not aged a second. No, we, we went to dinner with him and his wife, make, and my wife looked my. my my wife couldn't look at him. I said, what, what's wrong with you? She goes, he's so good looking, you know? I said, well, I, I said, well I'm leaving you for him. So that's what we're yeah. having this dinner. Romy, you mentioned yes. your husband, Stephen Root, who was, who was a guest on our show. One of the best shows we ever had. Big fan of the guy. I know a lot of his work. So when you, when you, when you take up, a, isn't it great to have a guy that you live with and been together so long? So when you have an acting job, an audition, you can run it by him and go through the go through those sides and stuff like that. He doesn't help you. You don't really. No, so I that, What's that aspect of? What's that like? Hey, honey. 
Okay, he must be um, uh, all the way downstairs. Um, no, and I say this to him. He is one of the worst readers. I've, I've literally, because now it's all on tape, right? You can't, which is another, you know, thorn in my side, um, is that now you have to almost pay to audition. But there are times where he'll be like, I, I mean, it's like, I got to read this. I mean, who am I? I'm like, who gives a shit who you are? I'm, I'm auditioning. <laughs> you know, there was one time I so appreciate it. Or there are times where I'll say, you read it. You read the part I'm auditioning for and let me hear your take on it. Um, and, you know, so he'll help me in those ways. But we really, our, our approach to it is so different that, um, yeah, our approach is very, very different. Um, how did you, how did you guys meet? I mean, I've known you, I think it's well over 20 years. Yeah. How did you guys meet? Did you guys meet on the set somewhere? No, he, um, I, so a friend of mine, one of my closest friends was, um, guest, had a guest star role on a sitcom that Steven was doing called Ladies Man with Alfred Molina and Sharon Lawrence and Betty White and, um, and Dixie Carter, Kaylee Cuoco. So unbelievable cast, not a very good show, but an unbelievable cast. Um, and I went to see my friend Rusty and I also went with another friend and we, and my friend Eileen and I were in the audience, Rusty's stuff finished. And I, and I turned to my friend and I said, I, I, I'm done. Let's go. We start to, so we go, well, I just want to say goodbye to, to, to friend Melina, who was the lead, who was a friend of hers. And so I said, okay. And then Steven walked out to, because he was in the next scene. He was about to start. And I was a huge news radio fan, huge, huge. And he walks on and I go, oh my, oh my God, that's Jimmy James. And I don't get start like, I don't get starstruck. I was raised in the entertainment industry. Like I just, I respect what people do, but I don't get like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my. So um, I was like, oh my God, that's Jimmy James. And I said, oh, Jimmy James is kind of cute in a dorky sort of way. And my friend said, Oh my God, I just met him at an audition. He's so lovely. I'm going to go say hi. And I go, please don't. I just want to go. And as she started to go, we, we collided. She tripped me by accident. And so instead of just like ignoring it, I turned it into like a pratfall, you know, <laughs> while, I mean, while there was a taping going on and, um, and, and literally like inches from Betty White's chair. And I, and that caught his eye. So we, we, and then we started a conversation and then, yeah. and then two months later, my friend Rusty was her last episode. And she said, you know, it's, it's Steven's birthday coming. Um, you know, we're going to go out for drinks. And, and I said, okay, sure. And, um, and here's when I realized he didn't really have any friends. What? <laughs> um, and so we, and this is where tequila came in I, honestly at our at our at our so-called wedding which we eloped um i did a shout out to silver patron because i really think that that's the best. <laughs> i mean i could go home with anybody i just happened to go home with him yeah you know it's funny what you just said is so apropos you talked about Grey's anatomy and patrick dempsey you just bring up a show and you named all those wonderful talents for me that were on ladies man and you said kaylee cuoco look how she's blown up yeah. and she was probably She's probably the least known person on that show. So you're right. I mean, now she's doing flight attendant. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy business, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember she told me a story years ago where she said, um, she was like the, it, it took three times for her to get a uh, big bang theory. Wow. Like it wasn't just a, you know, kind of you test and you go and she got it. And she's so, she's so fantastic. She's so smart. She's wow. such a great, you know, she's, she's yeah. young. She's, she's good. You know I mean? It's like the cream definitely rises to the top. Sure does. Do you, uh, real quick, do you share a love of sports? Like is, I, I, I forgot John. Is he an LSU yeah. fan? No, okay, Florida. No. Florida. I know it's somewhere in the Southeast. Do you share a love um, of sports with your husband? Not at all. Um, I, I mean, I, I enjoy, I enjoy playing sports. But I don't enjoy. Uh, here's 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 the issue. I feel really bad for the losers, so it makes me very uptight when the losers are, you know, whatever they're losing. 
his I'm not around when there's a gator game on. I leave the house. Yeah. He scares the dogs. <laughs> it's just not even it's just not even worth it. Now, this past year, a friend of mine works for the Chargers and he gave us tickets for Steven's birthday. And because where our seats were, I could actually really see what was going on. I I I got more into it. No. Um and I and then uh, you know, he's a golfer. And um, uh, the last time I played golf was on our honeymoon for, and I played 18 holes. Um, and that was the last time I did it. But as he says, cause I always say to him, I'm not going to go seek out golf, but if you want to play. And I mean, what, what he says, I have a nat, I have a natural like affinity. It's, it's probably just aggression for hitting golf. <laughs> Fucking, put everybody, you know, in the GOP's face on that thing. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so I don't, and he, he watches everything. He'll watch tennis. I mean, he'll watch, you know, God knows he, what. He is a sports. And to be honest with you, the reason why we met was because of golf. He right. and I ended up playing in the Bing Crosby tournament yeah. together. We were, we were paired together as a team. Yeah. Hey, we, we've got about less than a minute left. What, what's coming up for you that people should be looking for? What are you going to be I mean, playing I mean, I have to say that I just, I, I, um, I've had stuff that did, but right now I'm waiting for my next gig. I mean, I literally like Chicago Med and and um, and Station 19 and a million little things. All that they finished their seasons, so um, the station, the Chicago Med, which was really fun, uh, that was a one and done. But a million little things goes back up um, in. I think they start shooting in September, but you never know. As a recurring character, you just it's up to the writers. Yeah, so, and usually, usually it's usually start hearing in mid July, right? Because you're you're kind of on hiatus, like no, no, no. I mean, it's I mean now every it's like there is no pilot season anymore. There is no stuff like that because streaming mm-hmm. and the rest of it. But no, I mean for a recurring character, you find out, you know, like they'll say they'll pin you for an episode, which means in their outline they want you in there, but they have it. You know, it's got to be this length of time and da 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 da. So it's only if they have the time to, to have that character. I mean, there's so many factors in doing that, and especially in a, in a show that's been on for many years. Okay, so obviously a lot of people go to IMDb. Where would they go to see what else Romy Rosamont is doing? IMD, I mean, IMDb, I'm not, I'm not one who has, or Instagram or whatever, but Instagram is just me posting things, pictures of my dogs or, you know, political stuff or food videos or, you know, things like that. And- and Archie is your dog, so everybody Archie. should go and see Archie. He's very Absolutely. sweet. He's yeah, very he looks sweet. sweet. He looks oh, great. He did bite my sister in the face, though, so not so. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, 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 wait a minute. Wait, John, before we go, with the final tally uh, from the producers, yes. Romy Rosemont has raised $3,782. You're welcome. For silver tequila <laughs> and the herb of her choice. We're donating it to you. Take Steven out, learn sports, and use that money and have a great dinner and drink. Think a little vodka. Absolutely. Tequila. My God, <laughs> what do I can't. Tequila. All right. We, Romy, thank you so much. You've been thank great. You. Had a great time. We've been talking thank to Romy Rosemont, and don't call her Rosie. So, uh, <laughs> prolific actor, many films, many shows. She was in Glee. You're going to see her in Chicago Med. You'll see her in a million little things, all that. Romy, thank you so much. Appreciate it. You're great. Take care. Nice to meet you. You got it. Nice to meet you. All right. Coming up, Fish and I are going to wrap things up, give you a sneak peek at our next show. But first, we want to check out, we want you to check out Hope for the Warriors. They have a big celebrity golf event coming up August 27th and 29th. It will be in Wallace, North Carolina, near Wilmington. And uh, Hope for the Warriors works with our military warriors who are getting wounded. They get they get them healthy. They're part of their families. They get them into the community. It's a great charity. And again, it's hopeforthewarriors.org. Folks, thanks for being with us. Remember, Daily Fish is live from Myrtle Beach and Las Vegas on Mondays, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. We're on Facebook at daily.fish.5. That's the Myrtle Beach Golf Channel and Myrtle Beach Grand Strand Life. Catch us on YouTube, Wingding TV, HeyVegasTV.com, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Stitcher, and Amazon. You can write to us at dailyfish1 at gmail.com. We went a little bit over. Hey, folks, no show next week because it's 4th of July. So we're going to go enjoy ourselves and uh, definitely do that. 
But anyway, great show. That was a ton of fun. Great job, you guys. And Roni was so much fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's amazing. I brought Romy on and it looked like Heidi. Well, we got Heidi on the phone. She was on the phone while we brought her on. Go, I can get off the phone. Hey, Business. <laughs> I want to wish you guys the greatest July 4th. Happy, healthy. Thanks. I love all you guys. Thanks. I'm saying this to everyone. We got a great thing going here. And uh, from Daily Fish, everyone out there, safe and healthy July 4th from the entire crew. Yeah, absolutely. We'll go to Hardline first, and then Heidi and you, and say what you got to say about July Fourth. We'll get out of here. Hardline. No, everybody stay safe. Everybody have fun. Make sure to hydrate. You know, especially because it's hot outside. Uh, I'll be shooting off fireworks, uh, running around. You know, grilling. So the the typical American Fourth of July lights of fireworks and run. Hopefully, I don't have any backsplash. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be uh, indoors, um, staying safe, uh, not near any fireworks, and uh, prepping for my shoot next month. So happy to have all that. Um, maybe I'll have a side of something in the fridge that I'll find to eat. I don't nice. know. Nice. <laughs> Fish, what I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I got a new show. I just thought of the top of my head. I'm going to be at Hardline's house on July 4th, okay? We have a new show, like I Spy with Cosby and Robert Culp. It's going to yeah. be the Negro and the Hebrew. So we're going to have a great time. Politically not completely correct, but let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck can, fuck can let's see. I'm going back to the 70s. Let's well, I am what I am, and he is what he is, and he's a brother. So, John, what are you doing on July 4th? What do you think? Golfing. Golfing, Golfing. eating, and drinking. Golfing, eating, and drinking. That's what I'm going to do. It's hot and then stay hydrated. Like hard to stay hydrated. Yeah. So. Smart smart water. Smart Absolutely. water is my, my go-to. All right, guys. Happy fourth. Thanks.